0: IFM, 101.9 MHz of life. Joining us now on the line is Advocate Celiso Tipanyani, the Chairman of the South African Institute for Responsive and Accountable Governance. Advocate Celiso uh, Tipani, welcome to the show and thank you for joining us and making the time to chat to us. Good afternoon to you and to listeners. Well, Advocates, uh, we are celebrating today and looking at uh, South Africa human rights day and its significance and uh, its bearing and uh, its, t- its interpretation, how people relate to it, uh, how we uh, look upon it and uh, how, how we feel about uh, such a day being commemorated uh, just reflecting back on uh, why this day in particular was chosen. It's in commemoration recognition of the Sharpeville massacre that happened back in 1960 on this day and 69 people paid dearly with their lives for that uh, situation. So my first question to you, uh, what is the significance of our Human Rights Day uh, from your perspective? And does it still carry the same importance for the ordinary South African citizen?
1: No, thank you. Um, I think this day is uh, still of significant importance for us as South Africans. even the sense that, you know, our history has really been that of a struggle, struggle against colonization, uh, apartheid, slavery, uh, in order, you know, to fulfill our humanity. And also, mm-hmm. since 1994, it's been a continuous struggle to address the legacy of apartheid as well as the challenges uh, which we are seeing today. So, you know, as long as our people live in poverty, unemployment, high levels of uh, violence, uh, you know, sweltering economy, right. uh, poor health poor health services and other services, so there's still a need for us, you know, to, to remember, uh, you know, the heroic efforts of our people in Sharpeville, in Soweto and many other instances in our country. Where you know people have been fighting for this, because ultimately, uh, human rights is what defines us as as human beings, and therefore the quest for freedom and human rights can never be quenched without other than human rights itself.
0: Oh, you know, like human. When we talk human rights, uh, you you know, one can extend that interpretation in a way, can't you say? Look, we have load shedding, we have a lack of power, we've got uh, unemployment, that kind of thing. Would would that qualify Would you would that qualify? Would you say?
1: So definitely, Uh, electricity and the lack thereof uh, undermines the fulfilment of many many uh, fundamental human rights. You know, rights to education, employment, uh, health, and so forth. Indeed. Uh, So it is actually one of you know the biggest tragedies really in our democracy. The same thing with corruption. You know, corruption undermines Uh our democracy and threatens the the enjoyment of human rights.
0: Right. So
1: those two issues still uh, you know. Uh, have to be considered by all of us when we look at, at what were people in Shabbat fighting for? Right. Fighting for human rights. What were the children in 1776 fighting for? Human rights. So, so I was saying the struggle for human rights characterizes our
0: Certainly, something that should be on a continuous basis. Uh, I would say exactly what you just outlined, Advocate. Speaking of which, um, the Human Rights Commission—I believe I was looking at an article earlier on—is planning now countrywide events. Uh, what what exactly will this? Do you think this will involve?
1: Well, uh, I love the commission. You know, last May, right? However, you know, the Human Rights Commission has been involved in, in raising awareness, you know, around uh, the need for us you know, to, you know, continue to fight for human rights. I mean, and I want to say, you know, the ordinary people of South Africa are the defenders and champions
0: right. of human
1: rights. No, not government. Yeah, we let government mm-hmm. to help us to fight better. So it is very important as South Africans that, you know, we actually be at the forefront in the fight for the South Africa we want. You know, South Africa where there will be peace, freedom, uh, there will be minimum poverty and so forth. So Indeed. the whole message really around uh, Human Rights Month and which I hope the Human Rights Commission will also be pushing is the need for all of us as our Africans to get involved in our different ways right. in the struggle for human rights.
0: Indeed. And, and
1: certainly, you know, if you look at where we are now, it's like there, there are many regressions uh, in the past five years because of, of poor governance poor leadership but also we are citizens ourselves have also takes must take some responsibility. I mean, we... Put people into government and must hold them to account. And if they don't do the work then we must remove them.
0: Indeed. So, uh, as you as you've just outlined, this was now a human rights uh, focus. So, uh, just very quickly, I wanted you I wanted to just touch on to, um, well, your uh, title's sake, uh, where you are based now, the South African Institute for Responsive and Accountable Government. Tell us a bit more about this uh, organization.
1: Yes. I mean, if you look at the the constitution, the the Founding values of the constitution. We talk about uh, responsive and open and accountable government, mm-hmm. and, and we are quite clear that you know uh, you know that government plays a crucial role in advancing uh, human rights and freedoms in our country. And therefore, there is a need uh, for government both in public and private, to be responsive and accountable in order to give effect to the aspirations of our people. Hence, we formed this organization to try and see how we can help to ensure that. Governance across the country is actually responsible and is there to advise in terms of the people. But secondly, we've been focusing a lot on the protection and support of whistleblowers because we feel sure. that you know whistleblowers play a very important role in exposing corruption and wrongdoing in both public and private sectors. And they need to be supported. Unfortunately, we are seeing lots of victimizations of whistleblowers in our country today which then undermines the quest for human rights and the quest for justice and freedom.
0: Indeed, advocates, we're going to have to leave it there. Advocates, thank you for taking the time to join us uh, this afternoon and to just give us a background as to your uh, take on human rights. And, of course, uh, as you've just uh, outlined, uh, a a bit of background as to the South African Institute for Responsive and Accountable Governance. Wishing you all the best in those endeavors you just mentioned. Advocate Teliso Tipaniani, Chairman of the South African Institute for Responsive and Accountable Governance.